Hello, failures. I'm Tiana. And I'm Brent. And we are the king and queen of dating and relationships gone horribly wrong. (laughs) These are our real life tales of fails. Buckle up. It's going to be a ride. So, Brent, are you nervous? Yes, I'm very nervous. Are you? (laughs) I'm excited. I'm like, also, like, what the frick? We're about to like air our dirty laundry. (laughs) I know. I'm a little nervous about what I'm about to say. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited. You've heard some of my stories. I don't know how many details um, I've shared with you, but I'm I'm ready to be vulnerable and, you know, let's just let it all out. For sure. Because, I mean, everyone fails. Like, we have a Facebook group that proves it. <laughs> yeah. And my post from today, you know, just proves that I'm probably, you know, close to the top of that failure list. <laughs> <laughs> so... On a scale of one to 10, where would you rank your dating life right now? Oh, my dating life. Let's see. As far as how chaotic it is, let's say 10, because it's very chaotic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, dating is a roller coaster, right? So mm-hmm. unfortunately, today's one of those days where I feel kind of beat up. I feel like I'm at like on my way down, you know, but I do see, I I haven't lost all hope. So, you know, maybe two, three, as far as like overall scale, but I do see light, you know, at the end of the tunnel over there and I I haven't lost all hope. I just, the last couple of days have been hard for me. Um, but you know, there's always more women out there to date and there's always more good times to be had. True. How are you feeling? You are highly aware that my dating life is non-existent (laughs) right now. (laughs) I don't know about Uh, non-existent. Like how many dates have I gone on recently? Zero. (laughs) Wait a minute here. Um, What's recently? Like the last couple of weeks? Two, three weeks? In a couple, more than that. In more than that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We're looking at like, honestly, okay, so I lied the other day when I told you, I think it was like September since the last time I was on a date. It was November. Yeah. Well, you were in St. George, right? Are those, were those considered dates? Well, I mean, am I, am I jumping ahead? Am I airing your dirty laundry? <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know what those are considered. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> All right. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> those are in like the gray area, but like clear and like I was on a date. <laughs> Wait, you were in St. George for like four days. You didn't go on a single date. I mean, I went out with you, but you like did. that was different. <laughs> I did buy you dinner, right? Yeah. See? You bought me alcohol too. <laughs> Why didn't you sleep with me? Well, I goes? can't ruin you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how would that ruin me? Because <laughs> uh, you know what a nightmare I am. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> we can never go there, Tiana. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you have to be saved from me. <laughs> well, thank you for saving me. Um, I will consider that a date. So, okay. So it hasn't been that long. Okay. So it's been December. It's pretty sad that I've been your only date in the last two or three months. Yeah. I mean, it was a good time. So it's not that bad. (laughs) I mean, I thought it was a good time. And then I sent you on 12 dates afterwards. (laughs) Say that again. And then I sent you on 12 dates afterwards. Yeah. That's why I said I thought it was more of a business meeting. Yeah, Um, it was a business meeting. 
Yeah, because you're like, hey, you should go on 12 dates in the next 12 days and basically commit suicide, dating suicide. <laughs> and I'm like, sounds fun. Let's do it. <laughs> so any uh, dates you have planned coming up? Oh, uh, well, I have one date planned for next Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have my kids this week. So it's, I, we had, you know, that's the whole kid thing. You got the schedules to work out. Um, she has her kids tonight. I have my kids Wednesday through Sunday. Um, so yeah, next Monday we're going to go out and she lives like an hour away. So we're okay. going like to meet in the middle. We'll see how it goes, but nice. yeah, that's the only one I have planned. What about you? Well, oh yeah. We already know this. Yeah. <laughs> my calendar is so full. I don't know how to like make room. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's not true. That can't stay be true. Tuned. Come on. You have like, stay up. tuned. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I know that it's not lack of guys trying or reaching out to you. Um, yes and no. Are you it's, the one that told me that every time you comment on one of my posts, like 12 of my friends reach out to you to be your friend? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone thinks I live in Utah because like I have, you have so, so many, many here. people from Utah on my Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So well, maybe you should start saying yes to some of those guys. They're probably not as creepy as they come across. Oh, I don't think they're creepy. I just um, don't know what my issue is. It's an issue. <laughs> but I'm going to have to learn how to like come from a place of yes soon. Yeah, I think that's a good yeah. idea. I mean, usually... February is like the month of love. So like, there you go. YOLO. <laughs> Yellow, YOLO in February. Yeah. <laughs> so Brent, Uh-oh. are you ready to go. dive in? <laughs> I guess so. Here we go. Buckle up. Yeah, I know. Here we go. So we all have that one person that we, we compare others to, and it's so hard to like move on fully mentally or emotionally from them. You know, they're the one that got away. So Brent, what's your tale? (laughs) I think you know my story. So help guide me through this. I I did not script this. I didn't write it down. I kind of wanted it to just come from the heart. But how do you talk about the one that got away? There's absolutely still some feelings there. Um, It's been months, right? It's been, um, you know, since August that we actually dated. Uh, we went a few months without seeing each other. And I kind of wondered what I would feel like if I saw her again. Um, would I, would I feel closure? Would I feel like, oh, okay, that, you know, that was probably a smart decision to walk away. Um, or would all those feelings come rushing back? And, uh, guess what happened? They all, all those back. feelings came rushing back. <laughs> Oddly enough, founder, uh, ran into her by chance, not planned at all at a Halloween party. And, I couldn't keep my eyes off her. Luckily I wasn't there on a date. You know, that would have been even weird, even more weird, but. Um, we hung out a little bit. We didn't really talk. It was very awkward. I don't know that either one of us really knew what to expect if we saw each other. It was definitely by surprise. It was definitely awkward. And, you know, we talked a little bit afterwards, you know, a week later and the the feeling was mutual. Um, but let me back up a little bit. Let me tell you about this girl. Should I use her name? She knows I'm talking about her. Uh, you don't have to. Okay. Well, I want to. Okay. If you want to, then you can. Use it. <laughs> I know we talked about, um, having aliases for all of our dates and maybe in a not so fun scenario, maybe we should use those, but 
I think this might be a little bit of a fail, but a little bit of a success too. So yeah. I'm talking about, I mean, this is one that you can like, you can always <laughs> choose. You can decide like if you've talked to them for sure. And they're on board with it. Cool. I have. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And go I for have it. Her blessing. <laughs> yeah. Then go for it. Talk about it. Oh, this is my good friend, Lisa. She knows how I feel about her. I've told her many times, but let me back up. We met on June 19th and yes, I remember that date. And we met on Match, I believe, in one of the dating sites. You know, we matched. We chatted a little bit. I love to hike. We were in Bountiful. I was going to do a hike. I invited her to join me. She joined. And we had the best time. So it's like a three and a half mile hike. It took us over an hour and a half to like kind of get up to this place. But the conversation was so easy and it was fun and we laughed. I think our ribs and, you know, stomachs hurt by the time we got to the top. And I was kind of full disclosure, Lisa, I think I told you this. I had a date planned for later that night. Is that a no, no? (laughs) I was just planning on a couple hour hike. Nice to meet you. It was fun. Let's do it again. And I was going to go on my second date. Uh, We ended up sitting on that rock at Elephant Rock. If you've ever done that hike, it's an amazing hike. The The views are beautiful. We watched the sunset. We talked. We drank Mountain Dew. It was great. Like, we really hit it off. We didn't even kiss once though. Is that, is that crazy? Like, I don't know. Are you a first date kisser? Um, not always. If it's right, it's right. Sometimes not. You know, I actually told her not to kiss me on the first date because you've seen pictures of Lisa. Does she not have like the biggest smile you've ever seen? For sure. Yeah. I have a a little small mouth with little lips. I thought she would eat me if she kissed me. (laughs) And I joked with her about this. I was like, please don't try to kiss me. I don't want to be eaten, you know, on our first date. So maybe that's the reason why we didn't kiss. I don't know. But, you know, I I, kind of joke. She has an amazing smile. It's obviously one of the things that really drew me to her. And it's not just the smile. It's not just the beauty. It's the way that she uses it and the way that she expresses herself um, with her with her smile. Um, anyways, we had a great time. We watched the sunset. We hiked down in the dark. Luckily we had some headlamps. We, we planned for that just in case. Um, again, great conversation. We got down to the bottom and neither one of us really wanted to leave. We didn't get back in our cars. We went and hung out on a bench and looked up and watched the stars and just kind of chatted. Right. So cute. So very, very good first date, all the right feelings, all the right body language, all the right things. And that was just like a precursor to the rest of our summer. Like I feel kind of like Greece when, when is it Danny and what's her name goes back to school and Sandy. Yeah. Danny and Sandy. How did I forget that? Uh, they go back to school and they're kind of telling their friends like what happened over summer and how amazing it was. Mm-hmm. Like that's how amazing our summer was. We went on 30, 40 dates that were all adventurous, uh, paddle boarding, kayaking, cliff jumping, rope swinging, uh, spelunking. That's, that's cave like exploring for those that don't know. Uh, we did, <laughs> is, that <laughs> no, is that a known word? <laughs> spelunking? no. <laughs> you're like thank you for that explanation yeah (laughs) uh just the most fun things boating you know surfing skiing just everything was so easy and fun and adventurous and 
just so much fun, you know, all at the same time. We never were exclusive. We never took that step. I think about a month or six weeks in, uh, we, we tried to have that conversation. Mind you, I got divorced. It was official in March. So by June, July, it had only been a few months. I was still kind of in play mode. I was still kind of, you know, feeling out where I was in the dating world, what I was ready for. And I obviously was not ready for a committed relationship. Yeah. Now, Lisa had been divorced for about five years, I believe. Definitely ready for commitment and, you know, something, something more than I was able to give her. Mm-hmm. We had that conversation. She, she knew I got scared. I kind of backed away. We talked through it. Um, and I think, I think we both knew how it was going to end and it was probably going to be painful, but we had so much fun together and we enjoyed each other so much that we continued dating. Um, so that went through like the end of August. I ended up moving from Farmington out to South Jordan. She lives in Bountiful. So I was a little bit further away. We kind of used that as an excuse. School was starting. She got her kids back, um, you know, because her husband lived in California. So she didn't have her kids a lot of the summer, but she was getting her kids back. We were going back to school. Football was going to start. There was a lot of things. Like we had a lot of excuses that we that we kind of threw in there in order for us. We never had a fight or we never really broke up. We just kind of went our separate ways. Yeah. And it was... I think we both knew it was okay. I, I didn't think, I didn't realize all the feelings that I had for her at that time. It's almost like that. You don't realize what you have until it's gone scenarios. And I was still dating other people. I believe she was too. Um, But she told me later on that she was ready to commit to me. And I and we never really had that like follow up conversation because she knew I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. I was dating other people. I found somebody else I was interested in. I kind of told her that that I wanted to you know explore that, and that was kind of the end of things. You know, so that was um, sometime in August. I can't remember, like beginning of August. So that's where I started the conversation. Is from August to Halloween, we didn't really talk that much. We didn't really see, we didn't see each other once. We didn't end up at the same parties. Um, not that I didn't try because again, I always wanted to figure out, okay, what is going to happen when I see her again? Yeah. Am I going to find that closure or are all those feelings going to come back? So I would invite her or I would say, Hey, what party are you going to go to this weekend? And she would tell me which one she was going to be at. And I would show up to that party and she wasn't there. She knew I was going to be there. She was avoiding me. Oh, yeah. You didn't tell me this part. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. She told me this later, um, that she was avoiding me. And so we never, we never saw each other. We accidentally ran into each other on Halloween. Like I said, we talked a little bit that night. Uh, we, we actually had a really fun, um, two in the morning breakfast at Denny's, uh, because the party we were at was kind of lame. The music was, was mm-hmm. not very good. So we, you know, like 10 or 12 of us, we all went to Denny's and had breakfast she made fun of me with the girl I was hanging out with. You know, it was, it was fun. <laughs> she, uh, <laughs> um, so that, you know, but I, like I said, all those feelings came back for me. I couldn't keep my eyes off her. I was just like, okay, this is my answer. I need to go. I need to figure out what this is and I need to talk with her and tell her about it. So about a week later, we ended up hanging out. <laughs> Remember those hot springs I was telling you about? Uh, we went to the hot springs and we, it was like, 
it was almost like we had never been apart. It, everything was so easy. We picked right up where we left off. It was flirty. It was fun. Um, it was adventurous. Again, like, that was kind of what our relationship was based off of almost was just that adventure and that fun. Yeah. Um, and just how easy it was. But we basically just kind of hit it off again. Right. And in my mind, I'm like, all right, like I think she's, she's right back where I want her to be. And on the way there, I had shared a couple things with her because she was kind of like, why are we hanging out again? You know, why, why did you ask me out? Why are we doing this? And I was like, well, haven't you talked with your friends? And she's like, no, she's like, by the way, it pisses me off when you talk to my friends. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, why? She's like, cause they're my friends. <laughs> Not really. I mean, maybe I'm making it come across as maybe she's more of a bitch than she really is. But, um, she, she didn't like that, uh, her friends were, that we were, that I was talking about her with her friends. Does that make sense? Is that, yeah, is that a that's thing? That's fair enough, honestly. Okay. Cause they're okay. like her friends first. They're her friends first, for sure. Yeah. And I didn't really know them. I had never really hung out with them. I knew who they were because she had talked about them a lot. Um, we ended up at a couple of the same parties, like nothing was really there, but a couple of them had reached out. We talked a little bit, but the conversation always went back to Lisa and how we felt and how I felt about Lisa and what they thought that Lisa felt about me. Right. And so one of her friends kind of just said, well, how do you feel about her? And this was before I had even seen her. This was probably September ish time, time period. And I said, you know what, honestly, I don't know how I feel. I do have feelings for her, but I know that she likes me enough that I owe her the respect that if I try to go back to dating her, I need to be 100% sure that that's what I want. I don't want to just lead her on and um, tr tell her I'm trying again when I know when I, when I don't really know if that's really what I want or not. Cause I don't want it to just end in heartbreak again for both of us. Yeah. And she said, well, I think that's fair, but I think you should tell her that type thing. You know, like you should be talking to her about this and not about, and not to me about this. And I was like, that's fair. That's good advice. So again, like a month went by before I even saw her. And so when Lisa on the way to the hot springs was like, why are we here? And I was like, well, haven't you talked to your friends? And she's like, no, we don't really, I don't really talk to my friends about guys I date and things like that. She's very private when it comes to the people she dates. Okay. So she hangs out with her friends a lot, but they don't really talk about that stuff. And she's like, no. So I haven't talked with my friends. And I was like, okay, well, I want to show you a conversation that I had with one of your friends um, via messenger. She's like, okay. And I was like, but I'll show you when we get there. So we get to the hot springs cause it's a couple hour ride from here. Mm -hmm. And I show her the message that basically said, I'm not going to reach out to Lisa until I'm sure what I want. And she read that and she was like, she looked at me like, okay, so what do you want? You know, like mm -hmm. express your feelings to me. <laughs> yeah. And so I kind of retold the story to her about what happened at Halloween and how I felt and all this stuff. And I said, you know what? I know that I want to be with you. I know that I want to date you. And I wasn't sure. And that's why I never reached out. But seeing you and having all those feelings come back confirmed to me that you are the one that I want. And just kind of went into that, right? And 
she appreciated it. She was very receptive. We had a great night. We drove back. Um, and I kind of said, so can we go out again? Can we talk about this? And I could tell she was a little bit hesitant. And she said, can I have some time to think about it? And I was like, sure, that sounds fair. And she said, there's other people that are involved at this point, you know, meaning she was dating someone apparently. Um, and that she just needed to kind of sort out her feelings because all of this, although for me, it was kind of a month or two buildup because I knew I was having those feelings for her, but I just wasn't sure until I saw her. For me, it was kind of a, a progression to those feelings. But for her, it was a complete surprise. Yeah. It was just like all of a sudden one day I'm asking her out and I'm professing my love to her. Mm-hmm. So I could understand that she needed some time to process those things that I was telling her. So about a week later, she's like, can you talk? And I was like, yeah, that doesn't sound good when you say it that way. <laughs> whenever you, she's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, whenever you say we need to talk, that's usually a negative thing. But anyways, we got together and surely enough, she basically said, there's somebody else that I'm dating. I it's not fair to him for me to just break it off and come running back to you because he hasn't done anything wrong. He hasn't broken my heart. He hasn't, you know, he doesn't deserve that. Yeah. And so I need to play this out and I need to figure out where this goes and then we'll figure out what happens between you and me. And that kind of hurt. Yeah. But also in her defense, that's like says a lot about her. It really does. I mean, and I have no hard feelings whatsoever towards her. I still, you know, love her. I still just hold her to the highest regards because of the way that she acted and handled that scenario. Yeah. And so this was a few months ago. Fast forward to the last few weeks, you know, I'm reaching out and how are things going? She responds to my messages on or she comments on my Facebook posts. And every time she does, it, it, it's one of those things where I don't know if it hurts or if it like feels good. You know, I'm like excited to see her, but it also just kind of hurts that I know that she chose someone else over me. Mm-hmm. And we've, and so then it leads to, I see her comments and we kind of comment back and forth. And then I, it leads to a text, you know, where I'm like, Hey, how's it going? You know, what are, what's going on? Are you still dating that guy? Yes, I am. You know, and I'm like, okay, I, I secretly hoped it would end by now. You know, type thing. <laughs> I've, I've had my voodoo doll for the last couple oh of months. And it's not been working. <laughs> but I'm still waiting for you. Um, a little bit impatient at this point. I'm still dating other people and, you know, this type of stuff. But, you know, it's, I blame myself. And that's the hardest part is I, I should have realized what I had when I had it. I shouldn't have let her go. I wish I, I wish the timing would have been different, right? Like I knew I wasn't ready. If we would have met today or maybe this coming summer and everything would have played out the way that it did, but I had a year under my belt of being single, I honestly believe things would have turned out completely different. But you can't always control timing, right? You can't control sure. when you meet someone. You can't control how it goes and what those circumstances are. And unfortunately, I wasn't ready and I didn't realize what I had and I let too much time go by between when we stopped seeing each other and when we accidentally ran into each other. And one of the things that sticks in my mind when we got back to talk that night, when she's like, Hey, we need to talk. Mm -hmm. She said, I just spent the last three months getting over you. 
when I finally got over you, then you popped back in. Uh, that is like, okay. But do you know for like for, on a woman's side, I mean, I, I guess it would be the same for guys, but like women are always saying like, you guys have a radar. Like the second we're over you, <laughs> you'll pop back up. <laughs> yeah. What's with that? Why do we do that? I don't that? know. It's rude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it sucks. It sucks real bad. I'm like, well, if you wouldn't have been avoided, of course I tried to make it funny and make her laugh. Cause I was like crying and I'm like, well, well, if you wouldn't have avoided me at those parties I was trying to get you to go to, then it wouldn't have been three months, you know? <laughs> she was healing herself. <laughs> she really was. And I, I just feel horrible. You know, I obviously put her through that, um, you know, and she doesn't have any hard feelings towards me either. You know, we've yeah. had very open and honest communication through this whole thing. And I know how much she cares about me. And I did say, you know what? This guy, whoever it is, I don't know who it is, whoever it is, he must be a real special guy. And he is really lucky to have your attention and to have, you know, to have what he has with you because I'm obviously amazing. And if you're not willing to, (laughs) and of course I told her like that, right? I'm obviously amazing. And if you're not willing to leave him to come back to me, knowing what we had, like we both agree what we, we knew what we had, right? Knowing what we had, you're not willing to give that up. He is a really special guy. And I, and I really hope it works out with you guys. So that's kind of where we're at. That's, she is the one that got away. And, you know, I've only been in this about a year. Um, but she, for me right now, she's the one that got away. And time will tell if, if she is always that one, right? Yeah. And I think that like... It's very mature how you guys are handling it because there's a lot of times where people can't do that. They can't see that she's choosing someone because of what she said. Like he hasn't done anything wrong. He's been great. Like I'm not going to just do that to him because someone I got over came back into my life. Like, right. It's very like healthy and mature how you guys actually have handled it. So I applaud you guys there on that. Doesn't mean that it doesn't suck. Like, it doesn't mean that like you both can agree that what you had was great. But as you said, like you can't control timing and timing is probably like the hardest thing in dating because you can meet someone that's so great, but timing might not be right for one of you. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. It does. Yeah. So maybe a year from now we can have a tales of not fails. And I hope I come back on here and tell you guys how amazing our our relationship is and we're going to get married or something. (laughs) I'm giving it a year's time. Yeah. Like manifest that now. (laughs) I'm I'm putting it out there. Put it out there. (laughs) We're going to be engaged in a year, Lisa, just so you know. (laughs) (laughs) You you, you have to say to each other, (laughs) you want to just manifest in her and engage with someone else. You and I, Lisa, are going to be engaged together. How about, how about that? Is that better? <laughs> Perfect. Word <laughs> it right. You're going to manifest the wrong thing. <laughs> you know what? If she's engaged with somebody else and I'm engaged with someone, you know, in the end, hopefully we're both happy. So yeah. really, that's what I want for both of us in the end anyways. So I would be okay if that happens. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But Yeah. And for everyone else, don't worry about it. He'll go off and be happy and I'll still be single. So don't worry. Like, don't worry. I'll be here for you guys. (laughs) 
Yeah, I don't know about that. But, you know, I have a couple of topics that I want to throw out there for future podcasts. Yeah. And maybe people can weigh in, right? So again, like if you guys have comments on this stuff, go to our page, go to our group, make comments. We want to bring this stuff up and we want you guys, we want your opinions and we want you guys to share what you guys think. So first of all, am I wrong? Like, obviously you guys can tell my heart is still with Lisa, right? Yeah. Is it wrong of me to be out there dating and trying to find someone else when I'm not, I wouldn't, when I'm not a hundred percent committed because if she came back to me today, I would be like, hell yeah, we're doing this. Yeah. So is it fair to the other girls that I'm going out with or am I completely sabotaging my, my future dating life, you know, for right now, because everybody knows what's going on. Uh, what do you guys think? Or you're my therapist, right? You're my dating therapist, Tiana. I am. <laughs> What's your take on this quickly? And then we'll get into, into one of your stories. Yeah. <laughs> my take is, and I, we've touched on this before, is you just have to be honest with the people that you're dating with, like, or that you're going on dates with. You don't have to be like, oh, I'm in love with someone else. So like, but you have to be like, <laughs> that would be just bad. open and be like, hey, like, I'm still fresh out of a situation. And so like, I'm, still I'm just trying to have fun right now. Like, yeah. You just tell people like, you're just trying to have fun right now. Like no pressure because if they think that you're 100% like, like single and like focused on a relationship, then that's all they're going to expect from you. But if you're honest, I think you just have to set it from the beginning. Like you're either in it cause you're trying to like make something happen between that person, or you're just trying to have fun and see where things can go. Because for all you know, that you might meet someone else and be like, Lisa, who? Like in the sense of like, (laughs) she's a great friend, but like, what? Like, no, this is my person type of a thing. But you just have to like go in there, I think, honest. And that's what I told Lisa. I was like, it was easy for her to move on because there was somebody else there, right? Yeah. And so maybe that's what I need is for somebody else to be there for me to to fully move on. I'm hoping that's the case. Yeah, but you got to be careful Um, with that because that's like, you don't want to have someone as just like a rebound. No girl wants to be the rebound. No guy wants to be the rebound. So that's why I say, just be honest with your intentions and just, and be honest that like, Hey, I recently got out of something where like my heart was very invested in this person. Mm -hmm. And so that way they know, okay, like he's probably not in a position to immediately jump into something like this is probably going to be more like front at first. Which is the way it should be anyways. Let's be honest. Like who wants to jump into a relationship and get serious right away? Like, Oh, I do. 1000%. That's why I'm so single. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, we're not having any fun. We're not doing anything. We're just jumping right into this. (laughs) I'm all, unless some guy shows up in my DM with like a six carat diamond, I'm not going on a date. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Duly noted. Duly noted. No, but Lisa's response to that was actually very similar. She said, you know what? It wasn't just that somebody else was there. I wasn't trying to fill a void, but she left her heart open for somebody else to climb in. And that's what happened. It wasn't, it wasn't filling a void. It wasn't a rebound. It wasn't anything like that. She legitimately felt something else with somebody because her heart was still open to that possibility. And that's what I want to do. I don't want to just close off, even though I post funny memes with me holding a heart with a mad face, you know, that I'm closed off. That's not really how I want to be. I want to be open to that possibility. But yeah, like you still kind of have to hurt a little bit and leave that open, and, and but to allow somebody else to come in. 
So that's kind of where I'm at. And I'm hoping that's where um, I end up here pretty soon is somebody else will see that and, and, and climb in with me. Um, it, it's, I'm not trying to fill a void. So, but thank you for the advice. I will send you a check in the mail. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Your turn. Oh man. Who's the one that got away? So the one that got away for me is real, like has been someone that has come in and out of my life since I was 17. So you always have like your, have you broken up? Four. <laughs> okay. So Four. you've got my record beat. All right. Yeah. But so, so when I was 17, I had, I met this guy and it was kind of like, I'm a Southern California girl. So if you could think of like a dreamy situation when you're in high school of how to meet a boy, it would have been it. Like I was at the beach with my girlfriends and we're all hanging out. And then out of the ocean, carrying a surfboard, this like tall, he's like six, five blonde, like gorgeous surfer comes running up the beach. And I was like, I'm okay. He's mine. (laughs) Like, no joke. Like, I'm going to make him mine. And then I see him going back to the parking lot because I'm, like, going to figure out a way to talk to this guy. And his car is right next to my truck. So I go to my truck because I need anything out of my truck just to try to, like, get his attention. And a couple of my girlfriends come with me. And he starts talking to us. And he's, like, kind of being flirty to everyone, which was annoying me. So then I was going to be rude to him because that's since I was a teenager, my thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you play the game, right? (laughs) Yeah. And then he, um, I had polka dots on my toes and he made fun of my toes. Like they were painted. And I was like, what a jerk. And then I'm sitting there because all my girlfriends want to talk to him. And he is kind of lingering now because he's done. He's like changed and everything. Like we had a whole like conversation while he's like getting his surfboard ready, packed up. And then he asks me what my name is and we just kind of started talking. And then like my girlfriends like went back to like where we all were like hanging out cause we were having a bonfire that night. And then he had like got my phone number. We exchanged phone numbers. And then he was like, why don't we meet here next weekend? And so then came back to the beach and like the next weekend watched him surf. And we like sat on the beach, we walked on the pier and like, I was so like head over heels for this guy. Well, the problem was, was he, (laughs) I was 17 and he was 21. (laughs) So (gasps) he was like, nothing is going to happen between us because I'm not going to jail. And I was like, (laughs) okay. And then he's like, no, I'm not, I'm like dead serious. And, and so my parents meet him. My mom has a really hard time because she wants to like him, but she hates him for the fact that he's 21 and he likes her 17-year-old daughter. And so for most of my second semester of my senior year, me and him dated. And then he went off. He had been in the military. He was a Marine and he had just gone out and he went off to college in at UNLV. And I was going to school in Los Angeles. And so... He would call me all the time when I was at college and he would come and see me like as often as he could. And that's like the, no, it was Christmas break. He came home for Christmas break and me and him had decided we were like going to try to make it work again. Um, And then 
I went through like a little bit of a major rebellious phase in my life. And he was like getting on the straight and narrow in life. Like he was over partying. He had already done that thing in the military. And now he was like focused on a career. And mm-hmm. we we're just in two totally different places in life. Cause I'm new to college and he's like, feels like he's a grown up now. And so, I mean, he was 22. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and so we broke up so he could go and do his life and I could go do my party thing. And we meet back up in, during the summer. And by that time, I have already gotten into a relationship with someone that I'm head over heels for. And he was, don't want to be at UNLV. And he was like, so I'm going to try to transfer this year out to a school in LA so we can be closer to each other. And I was like, well, that's like not my plan anymore. My plan is I'm going to come down to San Diego. And he was like, well, I can look into San Diego schools. And I was like, well, see, my whole life plan has changed because I'm going to marry the person I'm dating. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to marry this guy. So sorry. So me and him fully went separate ways in life. Like he like could not believe that I had just met someone and I wouldn't even like talk with him. Cause he was like, I've known you for so much longer. And what are we talking about this? Like you were being a completely different person. And I was like, I was making like crazy decisions. So I ended up marrying this guy. Fast forward to like, we get divorced and my space is the ruler of social media. And Wait, I'm on my space. Um, we got married, I was married for three and a half years. Okay. So that's a good chunk of time. It's not like, yeah, wasn't like a few months. No. Yeah. So then, and I have a baby now <laughs> and like, I'm on MySpace and I see his profile and I was like, oh my gosh, like he's even cuter now. And like, how is this even possible? And he's like a man. Cause in my mind, he was just like a boy when we first met or whatever, even though he wasn't. And, um, I like message him and me and him start hanging out again and we start dating again. Like it all kind of like snowballed and we realized we still wanted, we still had feelings for each other. Like we still cared so much about each other. Like the more we talked, the more we hung out. So we started dating and then it was just like weird timing again for us. And Mm -hmm. he was so on board with dating me, but I didn't know how to date with a child. I had full custody and I had a, a, like a baby. Like she was in between, she wasn't a toddler yet, but she wasn't a newborn. And at his house, he like bought all a bunch of toys. So when she'd come over, like when I'd bring her over, she had her own little stuff there. So he was like very open to it. Um, but I just was trying to figure out who I was really at that point in life. And again, he was older than me. So he, and he'd already gone through a bunch of stuff and he knew who he was and he knew the path that he wanted to be on. And he was ready for marriage. And I was like, I literally just got divorced and I'm back in school and I'm trying to like get a career started. And I, this is like way too much for me. So again, I I pushed him away and like my best friend was constantly like, don't do it. Like he's such a good guy. And I was like, no, I just, I can't right now. Um, and I was like, he drinks too much anyways. And she was like, you guys have different priorities right now. But like when you guys are around each other, he doesn't. And he acts like a family person. And I'm like, yeah, it's just not right for me. So I pushed him away. I broke up with him and then went and did life. And seven years later, yeah, I would know like Wait, six years. What later. happened in those seven years? I Come got on. married again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that 
another time, uh, not I now. Just, I just got married again. No big deal. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I know. Um, I know. It was so ridiculous because literally me and him broke up. Um, we broke up in November and then I met the guy that I ended up marrying in December. Wow. So it was like me, the girl that's saying like, I can't, I don't have like, I'm not in committed mode right now. I need to figure out my life. Literally (laughs) the next month figured out my life, I guess, whatever. (laughs) So that ends yay for me. And then I have another situation where I find him again on social media. Um, no, he still found on, me. Still no. on MySpace, right? No, now we're on Facebook. He actually he found me on Facebook. And yeah, MySpace didn't really last very long. So I, I, MySpace was so much better. I could put people in rankings so they knew where they stood in my life. Amen to that. Like yeah. bring that back, Facebook. I know. Um, <laughs> and so he reached out Tiana, on Facebook. You would be my number one, just so you know. You would be my number one too, and I would be like, no one Aww. can take his place until oh, he gets married. So then I'm gonna have to remove him because that's rude. <laughs> just like remove me completely i wouldn't know then you'll go to number two (laughs) okay thank you (laughs) damn i was like you're gonna remove me no i'm not that cold (laughs) okay sorry so divorce he reached out to me on facebook and we just started chatting and come to find out that while i had gotten married he had gotten married and they had gotten divorced so he was working on a project he was living in Washington, but he was working on a project in San Diego. And so he was like, I'm going to be in town in a couple of weeks. We should get together. So I was like, yeah, sure. That sounds great. And he was like, let's meet at the place where we first met. So we go to the beach where we met at. We went to dinner out there and talked and whatever. And then he was in town for two weeks for work. And almost like the entire time we hung out, um, like consistently, he was going to go back to Washington and he had told me, he was like, I can put in for like a transfer down here. If I put in for a transfer, would you finally give us like a real chance? Cause he was like, that would probably be the only reason why I would want to put in a transfer. And so I was like, well, let me think about it. We started talking more and I, he was like, well, I can give you some time because I have to consistently be here for the next like six months, a few times a month. And so I was like, okay, great. Yeah. Let's just see how it goes. Cause we've obviously grown up a lot since I was 17. So then we got to like know each other a lot better and realized this is kind of like the person that we really should be with and want to be with. We had like the best relationship. We, it always had been so good. Like I said, there was always like respect and I always felt so safe with him. And I, I knew how loved and adored I was with him and we would have like disagreements, but they never turned into like, like blow up fights. Like we had like very healthy and like respectful fights and, um, or like arguments. And I just knew, like, I don't know if there's ever a way for me to love another human, like more than I loved him. Like I, he absolutely was like the love of my life. And I just knew like, this is my person and we're going to be together forever And the second I got so confident and so like ready to like make like my full life commitment to him. And he finds out that his mom has stage four cancer and she's like deteriorating fast. And one of the things that like I had mentioned the last time we were dating was I noticed he was drinking a lot. Well, he ended up like becoming sober because he ended up realizing like he had a problem with alcohol. So while when his mom found, when he found out his mom was sick, he started drinking again and like kind of 
was going down like a bad path. And he had called me and was like, Hey, look at like, I'm, I got to deal with this thing with my mom. I got to get back on track with like my sobriety. Like that has to be like my first priorities. And then like, let's see if we can figure something out later on. And so I, I mean, I totally respected it. And I was like, you know, I'm here for you if you ever need anything. And he went and did that thing. Like his mom ended up passing away. He spiraled a little bit more and then like got back on track with his sobriety. Um, I started dating someone else and I was in a relationship for like a, like almost two years with that person. And then in 2019, I had gotten on a dating app and I see his profile on there. And so I like immediately like swipe on it and we immediately match. And so I send a message to him right away and I'm like, oh my gosh, how are you? Um, and he's like, you know, telling me how he got sober and all of like the healing that he had done over like the, like the last, like was at the time it was like a year and a half, um, since we had broken up. And so he's just like telling me all about, you know, what his life is like. And as he's telling me this, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's almost like a different person. It's a better version than like the person that he was before. And I never even thought that that version could even get better. And so he sends me a message and he was, Hey, I really want to meet up with you. Like, do you want to meet at the spot that we first met at? And he's like, I think we can recreate a moment or a memory. And I was like, yeah, that'll be fun. And he was like, I'm, you know, I'm so excited. Like, let's do this. And then, um, this is like the actual text message from him. Cause I saved it. <laughs> and he said, I hope this goes super well. God has been working in my life and I've had some amazing things happen lately It's almost too good to be true. The super strange thing that I find about you and I is that we have never given up on each other and I will never look past in having a future with you. I'm sorry to be so blunt and forward, but I've chased you for far too long. It was like a week later, we um, were able to like finally meet up and we go to the parking spots that we like first, he like hugs me and I just like felt my whole heart melt and I was like, oh my gosh, like I, I loved him like 17 years later. I, I loved him so much and like we sat there for a while and talked and then we went and had lunch and he was telling me all about how God was working in his life and that he, um, and then he told me that he had been having friends pray with him every day for like the week leading up to our date um, so that he would have clarity and like the right words. And then he told me, um, he was like, like I told you yesterday, I've chased you for too long and I'll chase you forever. And I just died inside. Um, and I just sat there like looking at him in complete awe because even though I like find him to be honestly like the most good looking man I've ever seen, who he is like inside, how he treats me throughout the years, I just was like, he's the most amazing man that there is on this planet. And I started panicking as we're sitting there at lunch. I remember like fidgeting with my hands so much. I think that like I had this realization that like when I was like 17, when we first met, he wasn't like, I'm a Christian. He wasn't a Christian. And like, he didn't really necessarily believe in God. And I had like prayed so much, like he would become a certain type of a man. And uh, here he is, like, he's a man that's like so strong in his faith and like, it wasn't like he did it for me because we constantly had like years of like separation and he just was doing it because like that's who he became and that's where his heart's desire was. And 
I literally am sitting there and all I could think about was before I like swiped on him, I had been like going on dates with like guy and he was like such a nice guy. And I'd gone through like a really hard thing at work and he was like there for me and like was trying to make like everything better. And me and him had a date lined up like the next day. And like that evening we were supposed to meet up for drinks and I was, oh my gosh, like what about him? What am I supposed to do? Like how do I, and I didn't know what to do. Like I just had so much confusion and guilt flooding over me. And so then, um, he leaves and I was, there was like just utter confusion. And so I went out with drinks with like the guy that I had been seeing and we went on a date the next day and I just was like, I like him. I don't know why I couldn't let go of that one, but I couldn't. And so then, um, we end up meeting one more time and I completely blew it. Um, I just could not get out of my head the entire time. And like, he felt it. And, um, at the end of like the date, he went in for a kiss and like pulled back before he kissed me. And he just like stared at me and like, I will never forget the, like the look in his eyes. I will never forget his face. He was, um, he like looked me in the eye, like he grabbed, he put both hands on my face and he told me, he's like, we should be celebrating like that. We found each other again, a life that we build together. Um, and he was like, I know I told you that while I can chase you forever, I don't know if I want to have to chase you forever. And then he like pulled me into a hug and like sighed and then like stepped back. And like, he told me like he loved me and he walked away and I just stood there and I let him go. And he like got in his car and he drove away. And then I got in my car and I just like cried um, because should have told him like, I love him and I am going to choose him and he doesn't have to chase after me anymore. And I just couldn't. And like, I couldn't even text it to him. And normally like I'm more comfortable texting my feelings than telling them to someone. Um, and I didn't. And about a week later, he sent me a text message and he, um, basically like asked me to let him go. And so, I haven't heard from him since. And I mean, it's been like, we're almost at like two years now because it was like pretty early on in 2019. So he is fully the one that like Mm. got away. He is the one that for so long, I would compare everyone to him. Like, Mm -hmm. but it was always my fear that like pushed him away or like just timing wasn't right for something that would get me to push him away. I am in shock. I, I just, (laughs) it just seemed like everything was aligning for you guys. Right. I mean, after so many years and you even said like, he's now everything that I wanted, wanted him to be and he's ready. And like, I am, I'm legitimately shocked that I, what, for whatever reason, whether it was being scared or what, that you let him go. I know. I think a lot of it had to do with immaturity earlier on. Last time I, I don't, I couldn't even, I don't know. Like to this day, my, like my best friend and I, when I was even telling her that I was going to do this podcast, she was like, are you going to talk about him? And she's still (laughs) to this very day. And she's like legit, like, like social worker therapist. Like she is like, he was the nicest guy, like the most perfect man And that's who he was. And like, not perfect, like everyone's flawed, but 
there's not one bad thing I can actually like say about him. Like other than he had like his addiction, but he was so aware of it, fought it. Yeah. It seemed like he, he was able to, able to overcome those things. Yeah. And other than he was 21 and interested in a 17 year old, <laughs> the only other bad thing I could say about him. But outside of that, like seriously, he is, I don't know, like he's the so one that like I. So for his protection, you better not use his name because I'm not going to use his name. listening to this podcast is going to look him up and try to friend him. <laughs> I know. I mean, I hope like as weird as it is, I mean, I hope he's doing so well. I hope that like he's found someone that loves him the way like he deserves to be loved. And I don't know. I mean, I couldn't do it. I wish I could have. So how does the story end? Is is this story over? The story is, I don't think it's fair to him. And I really hope that at this point in life that like, he's like now like 41. I hope that like he's married and he, they've had like a baby or something or a baby's on the way or kids are in his, cause he really wants kids. Um, mm. and so he's, he didn't have any. And so I really hope for him that like, He's had that and or, or whatever, right? But your head and your heart don't always align and it's it's probably always gonna be a mystery. And I'm sorry you went through that. And it's okay. It's one of those things I, I don't really talk about him that much just because he's like one of like the special ones. <laughs> yeah. You, you, like, we've known each other for how long and I, I had never heard that story. Yeah. Cause also it just makes me sound like a horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> No, it doesn't. It makes you human. <laughs> I mean, it is. I mean, I hate what it is, but like at this point, I'm like, I know I screwed up. I know that I can, I mean, I can vividly think of like the faces he was making and like how much it broke me. And I was so stubborn that I couldn't just be like, I'm scared or like, I don't know. I couldn't say it to him. And in the end, I had to let him go. Like, you know, they say like, if you love someone, sometimes you have to let them go. And I have always had this like true love for him. Like he was my first love and it was like genuine love. And even like my girlfriends that would like see us together would be like, you can't not tell that you guys are so in love that he just absolutely adores you. And so I had to let him go. Like I was just going to keep hurting him and I was going to keep holding him back from like because I wasn't ready and I, he didn't deserve to go through that again with me. So that's why I asked, like, how does this story end? Do you think you would ever be ready and reach out to him and see where he's at? Oh, I'm going to be honest because like I waited a little bit and I tried like researching him on social media, like a stalker and I can't find him. And so I'm like either, I'm sure I'm blocked and I just don't (laughs) want to ask my friends to like be like, Hey, see if you can find him. Um, Yeah. If he blocked you, yeah, I think he's done. Yeah. And if he blocked me, good for him, honestly, because he needs to be able to like live his life and not keep hoping that Tiana finally grew up. Future podcast. How many people have you truly blocked (laughs) or been blocked by? (laughs) God, I don't even want to (laughs) know. Sometimes, but blocking sometimes is really good. Like sometimes Agreed. blocking is like good for your mental health and your inner peace. Uh, I totally agree. Especially when you get those unwanted pictures. Yeah. Definitely block. Mm-hmm. When in doubt, block. Yeah. <laughs> so lessons learned from the one that got away, Tiana. What's, what, what's your lesson? Gosh, I don't know. This is where I need a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> 
Why, you can't afford is, me. Like, I don't, I mean, I have to stop being scared. Like I get so scared in relationships because I don't want to get hurt again. And I think that with him, I was so scared that like, if it didn't work out, if it hadn't worked out with people that I wasn't truly in love with and my heart was still hurt, like if it didn't work out with him, like how, I mean, I'm still in the same position, so I'm still screwed because I'm still not with him. But like, (laughs) I think that I thought it would go wrong. And I don't know, honestly, like that one is such like this mystery to me of like, there's so many like what ifs on that one. Like, well, what if I did this differently at so many different stages of my life? Um, Because he was always just so sure and I never was, Um, which would have to like super suck, honestly, when I say that, Um, to be so sure about someone and then for 20 something years, like, oh, wait, no, not 20 something years because I'm not that old yet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, like eight 17 years or 17 years being sure because the difference between 17 and 20 is ginormous it is (laughs) we don't want anybody to think you're like 37 or anything i'm not (laughs) okay all right then yeah so, and then two years ago is when I it ended. So now we're adding even more years there. But yeah, so back to the point is, I don't know. I think that like that would suck to have someone for 17 years of your life, like be uncertain about you. Like you be so certain that this is who you want to be with. You want to marry them. You want to have a life with them and then be constantly scared of that. But I also shut down and I need to not do that. I need to like be able to share. Yeah. And I think those things go hand in hand. Like when you're scared, people tend to shut down. Yeah. You're, you're scared of the unknown or whatever you're scared of commitment. Um, you know, being hurt, everyone's scared of being hurt. Right. And when you are forced or when you are getting into that scenario where you have to make that decision, nobody wants to get hurt. So you, you meet, you put a wall up, you get scared, you, whatever you shut down. Yeah. It's not easy. No, oh my gosh, it's not, not for me at all. <laughs> so my lesson learned uh, with Lisa is w- with social media and dating apps and everything that's out there, there are so many options. There are so many single people. Yeah. And I, 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 like you said, you had a date planned that night, whether that played into your scenario or not. Um, we're always looking to that next date or that next person or who else is out there that I feel like, and again, this is being general here, but for myself in that scenario, I wasn't focused on what was in front of me. Right. I did not realize what I had and I, that's what I was searching for, but I was looking elsewhere. I wasn't looking right in front of me. Which I think is so easy to do. It absolutely is. And like I said, with all of the apps and all of the dating and Facebook and everything that's out there, everybody's always looking and they're seeing so much of it that I think it is distracting uh, from what people have right in front of them or who they're with at the current time. So yeah. those are the those are my lessons learned for today. I think those are good lessons to be learned. So as a reminder... If you want to weigh in on what you've heard today, um, you can go to our Facebook page, which is Tales of Fails, 
R-I-G, which is tales underscore of underscore fails. Um, or you can join our Facebook group, Tales of Fails, and comment and share this um, with whoever you might think could take something from this. Um, or you might think that in the future, they're going to enjoy being part of our group too. Feel free to add them. And with that, stay safe, stay smart, and try not to fail too hard. Oh, and also try not to let the good ones get away.